0: The Podfix
1: Network. The Atari 2600 is the first mass-produced video game console. I actually heard an interview with its creator. He uh, he recently transitioned himself into a woman. That's an interesting side note to the story.
0: Well, that's what Atari will do to you,
1: <laughs> right? It's time to check show. Welcome, everyone, to the Gravity Beard Podcast. This is episode 21. We're recording today in Studio H. Thank you, as always, to our listeners. We appreciate your continued support. Today, I sit down with my dad and discuss his hostile attitude towards technology. This is the first part of a two-episode miniseries. Part two will be a less-focused storytelling time. Be sure you tune in for that, too. If you need to reach out to the show for some reason, you can do that now via our email at contactthebeard at gmail.com. This is Is the Gravity Beard Podcast. I don't remember how or when or why I came up with the idea for this episode. Being on a podcast is not something my dad would typically want to do. And knowing that, I didn't really want to ask him. But for some reason, I did anyways. And we ended up sitting down for an hour and a half. And this is definitely a hilarious conversation with a man who has a long history of defiantly battling all types of technology... But if you listen closely, in some instances, it has more depth than you'd expect. I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. Okay, I'm sitting here with my dad. How are you today?
0: I'm the dad. I'm fine. How are you? you?
1: I'm great, thanks. Thanks for coming on the show. Not a problem. The idea of us sitting down is just that you have, you just have a unique perspective or attitude towards technology. You know, that's one of my favorite topics. That's why we're sitting down. Exactly. For, for, the, for the record, uh, just give me your age, date of birth.
0: Oh, 114, 44, 72 years old and damn proud
1: of it. So it'd be 73 in January.
0: I'll be 73 in January So, so if, if I make it that
1: far. Uh, okay. So, so what we're going to start with is I'm going to to list technology-related things and I just want you to give me short answers if, if you know what they are or if you own or use them, okay? Uh, this is just going to help us form a baseline for the conversation. Consider this a short lightning round kind of thing. I'm with you. Go are ahead. you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Do, do you own or carry a cell phone? No. Okay. Have you ever, have you ever sent an email?
0: What's an email?
1: <laughs> have you ever used any type of social media?
0: I really don't like people.
1: <laughs> have you ever used the internet?
0: I don't know how to turn on a computer.
1: (laughs) Uh, Do you know what an app is?
0: Application for a job?
1: (laughs) No. Do you know what an app is? When someone says there's an app for that, do you know what that means?
0: It applies to it? Okay. I'm kind of guessing.
1: Prior to me calling saying, hey, Dad, would you be willing to be on my podcast, did you know what that was?
0: Well, the reason I agreed to it is because I did not know what it was. Uh,
1: Do you have a DVD player?
0: DVD? Mm-hmm. No.
1: Okay. Okay. So I know you have a DVR. Did you know you have a DVR?
0: No, I don't have one of those
1: either. Are you sure? I'm th- pretty sure you have a DVR. I do. Do you yeah. own any Apple products? Have you heard of the company Apple?
0: You mean like Washington State?
1: <laughs> are you are you playing along or do you really not know? <laughs> no, I don't know what the
0: hell you're talking about. Okay. Okay. Could you clarify?
1: So are you aware that you have wireless internet in your house? I think earlier you told me that you knew that you wireless, wireless internet? Uh-huh. You don't know if you have Wi-Fi in the house? No,
0: I don't even know what the hell Wi-Fi is. All
1: right. Um, hey, when we wrap up here, did you want to go play Pokemon Go?
0: Pokemon Go, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of in the 21st century.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. That completes the uh, the lightning round. The this questions. is the lightning round? No, we're, we just finished the lightning round. We did? Yeah, it's, it's over. Kind of dragged, did not it? Describe your general attitude towards technology.
0: I have learned to live without it. I have a great disdain for it. So I pretty much stuck with a yellow pad and a number two pencil.
1: So do you think that that attitude towards technology is related to your, your generation specifically? Is this something about you specifically?
0: Oh, no, it's definitely me.
1: Do you have... Friends your age that seem to have a similar or different attitude.
0: Oh no, they love the modern technology.
1: Most most. I'm
0: I'm pretty pretty much an isolated case.
1: Okay, so so you're not seeing that your peers, your age, your age group, your peer group has a similar.
0: I really don't associate with those people. Who
1: who do you associate with?
0: Um, I pretty much like myself, and um, at arm's length. A few other people, but not many.
1: Okay, all right. So you were born in in the mid nineteen forties. Uh, you lived your formidable years then in the forties and fifties. Uh, graduated high school in nineteen sixty two. What technology was around in your early childhood? So
0: um, I was fortunate enough to graduate from high school. They were happy to see me go. I was happy to leave. Then I was told you have two choices: go to college. Or be drafted and go in the army. There was really nothing going on at that particular time. But just for the heck of it, to appease my mother, I went ahead and went to a school. And instead of them testing me or having some form of a transcript from high school, they said, Well, the future is technology. I said, The future is technology? Yeah. What you want to be is a computer programmer. And I said, I want to be a computer programmer. Yes, your future is in computers. So after about six miserable weeks of plugging wires into this board, I went to the office and I said, I'm really not happy with this technology. And I don't get it. They said, well, maybe we should give you an aptitude test. I said, really? Now you think of that? So they sat me down, gave me an aptitude test, and upon scoring the test, they looked at me and said, you should really be a salesman or a policeman. You haven't got the aptitude to be a computer programmer.
1: And your response is what?
0: I kind of knew that. (laughs) So they transferred me to a business course or business class. Took my board away with my wires that I was plugging in. And I went to school the next day, all excited about doing this. And I drove around the block three times looking for a parking meter to put a quarter in so I could go to class. And there were no parking meters available. So I made a U-turn, I went home, changed clothes, got back in my car, Drove over to the Army Reserve and enlisted for six months as a weekend warrior. So I was in the Army Reserve in 1963, and that lasted five and a half uh, more years. And they knew that the Vietnam thing was going to escalate, but it really didn't escalate till 65.
1: So no more technology.
0: No more technology. They sent me to Baker School. (laughs) Baker School. Yeah, Baker. They knew I couldn't cook, so they wanted me to be a baker.
1: And how, how did that turn out?
0: Uh, it didn't.
1: <laughs> okay, well, if you wouldn't mind, let me let me go back to the earlier years. I wanted to know if there was any, any memory you had in your childhood years, grade school years, where you were aware of something you would consider to be technology. Television? So did you guys have TV?
0: Yes, that was a biggie born in the 40s. TV came out in the late 40s and early 50s. And if you had a 10-inch black and white TV, you were somebody.
1: And what did you watch on television?
0: Cowboys. Black and white cowboys. Roy Rogers, and still watching them today. Uh, Gunsmoke and uh, and Gene Autry and uh, Hoot Gibson. I mean, cowboys.
1: And, and so as, as you moved out of grade school into middle middle school, was there additional technology that, that showed up? That Color were, TV. When was that? Probably
0: uh, mid-60s.
1: Other than television in your grade school or middle school years, there weren't wasn't any other technology that you interacted with or came uh, out. with? I
0: believe with. they came out with electric typewriters as well. And I had a portable radio.
1: Okay, a portable radio. Oh, yeah. All right. That was a biggie. Out of college, moving into your adult years- you get married, you got your first real job, you can afford cars or toys or whatever of different kinds. Were you ever tempted to go out and buy the latest TV or latest stereo or whatever was...
0: Well, I did all of that.
1: So tell me about some of that.
0: Well, stereo was a big deal because everything before that was just mono. And so when stereo went out, uh, we went over to Sears and bought a stereo... Record player and radio, AM, FM. That was a big deal. Okay. If it was available and you could afford it, you wouldn't put one in your home.
1: But other than TV and stereos, you didn't see people buying, you know, buying computers or buying, I don't know what it was. They
0: weren't available. Cell phones, computers,
1: not available in the uh, 60s. Can I share some of my my memories of you and technology? Do you have to? Only with your permission. All right, go ahead. Okay, so, and I'm going to bring these things up, and then I want to I want to hear your version of the story. So, one of my first memories was when, in the early '80s, when maybe it's the late '70s, when cable TV first came out, and the company that serviced our neighborhood was Salmons or Salmons Blackhawk. Is that right? Something like that. And it was a it was a simple black box with a single knob with numbers on it that represented the channels. It went, I don't know, one to a hundred or something maybe. Okay, so you went over to the next door neighbor's house because either you or him or somebody on our street figured out that you could open up the box and you could take out the circuit board and with a a knife and you could scratch off a little piece of solder Mm -hmm. in several places. That's true. That gave you all of the channels for free. You were an
0: observant young man, weren't you? (laughs) You weren't supposed to know about that.
1: You took me with you
0: well not to show you that
1: <laughs> do you remember doing that
0: no no my lawyer tells me to say no
1: <laughs> but, okay for for the sake of the show t- tell me your version for the of that. sake of
0: myself
1: t- that was that was 35 years ago Just i understand that ex- explain explain From your, what i understand
0: those are still open cases ex- explain your version of that story
1: i don't recall it but that,
0: i mean somebody did tell me about that
1: because this is an example of of you interacting with technology, not only that, but manipulating it to get No, I took it.
0: it to my neighbor and let them manipulate it. But,
1: but my point is, is that you own, you own a piece of technology. Yeah, but that was 1980 something. I understand. All right. Because today, if you want, if you want to learn how to, a shortcut or how to hack something or something like that, you call the geek squad, you go out on the internet, right? Like, like you just, I don't know you call the geek squad. You just, cer- you know just search I'm it. Going. No, I'm telling you, people go out to the internet and they find tips and tricks to do all kinds of stuff but that didn't exist back then so how did how did you how did you get word that you could do this to the cable box? I'm telling
0: you one of my neighbors told me about it and I think he's out of jail now but uh, at the time he was doing it for everybody
1: Fair enough okay i believe it was, the year was 1981 and you somehow purchased an Atari 2600 for me do you do you know what that is or you remember that
0: I remember the name and I remember the landfill that they dumped them all in. But um, okay, well,
1: I still have mine, so it, it's not in the landfill.
0: No, no, I'm talking about all the the games. They the cartridges they dumped in a landfill, and then most recently, okay, went, so when so,
1: dug them back up. So you know, you know that it's a the Atari 2600 is a video game console. <clears throat> it was the first mass produced and sold video game console. I recently heard an interview by the guy that invented that console. He uh, he recently transitioned himself into a woman. That's an interesting side note to the story.
0: Well, that's what Atari will do to you. (laughs) Right. It gets you so confused, you don't know if you're coming or going. Okay,
1: so... That's why I never got involved with that technology. uh, (laughs) The the transgender technology?
0: No, I am who
1: I am. (laughs) Okay, all right. (laughs) You were a person, it seems like consistently, now that we've talked about it, that really never had much interest in technology other than television and radio or stereos probably but, not but you for me you bought for christmas a video game console how how did that happen well
0: i wanted my children to be in the 20th century I okay didn't, i didn't
1: care if i was so so that that's an interesting thing is that is that even though you had that personal opinion or thought about it that being your opinion but you wanted uh, well, yeah, you no, wanted the rest of our family to expand and not have that same i, mindset I had or done
0: i had done a few things prior to that that had nothing to do with technology that was for the betterment of my family during those years. And one was to move them to Texas. And when it came to advancement, I wanted them to get the best education, even though I had no desire to go to college. I figured I was always going to be smarter than those professors. And um, I wanted the kids to have a good TV and a good stereo. And if it was Atari, then it was Atari. But didn't make any difference to me. I was going to walk past it and ignore it.
1: Because a lot of parents, whatever their attitude or thought is towards something, they they pass that on to their children. They're (laughs) narrow-minded. So we had multiple neighbors on the street that had home personal computers. Wouldn't know. Maybe that's why they acted the way they did. You didn't... didn't I didn't
0: interact with my neighbors very much.
1: You didn't know that they did, and... And it never came up in conversation. No. Okay. All right. This is one piece of technology that you did that you did embrace that I remember. We own more than one combo TV VCR.
0: Yes, and never figured out how to use them correctly, so I gave them all away. Okay. All right. Your mother's we, still upset
1: about that. And we have... really, she has a she has strong feelings. She, she about was it. running
0: around with some kind of a disc. That do we have anything to play with? And I said I gave the last one away. Well, why I, did Why did you do that? <laughs>
1: All right. Have you ever put a VCR tape into a VCR machine and played it yourself?
0: Uh, probably not.
1: Okay. Ever in your lifetime, ever?
0: No. I had eight track tapes in my car, though. <laughs> Did <laughs> Is you? that not comparable? That's uh,
1: similar. It's similar. Okay. Okay. So these VCR tapes, similar to a tape that you would put in your, sure. Car. Yeah, I think that's that's you can make that comparison. Right.
0: Well, then I was right on top of it at that
1: point. Very much on top of it. We did have VCRs in our house growing up. Uh, however, we didn't have any kind of video camera or camcorder, which were huge in, starting in the 80s, it seemed like.
0: Um, I think there was a time when I bought one, didn't know anything about it, couldn't make it work, and gave
1: it away. I don't even remember that. So you actually purchased a camcorder. We
0: were going to go on a trip, and uh, I bought it used. It was probably a piece of junk at a garage sale. and. Um, and I thought, hey, wouldn't this be neat? I, it didn't come with any instructions, but I figured one of my high-tech neighbors could figure it out. Sure. And so I didn't have an operating manual, but I thought, well, if you open this door and you stick something in there and then you push this button, you go on a trip and you got the kids riding ponies. or Exactly. On the whatever. So... Um, Another bad experience with technology.
1: The fact that you made that purchase, that does reflect an attitude that you're willing to at least give technology a chance.
0: Well, I still give technology a chance.
1: (laughs) Okay. So you're not completely closed out to it.
0: I'm working on it.
1: (laughs) Are you working on it? Is that true? Well... I uh,
0: think you're aware of the fact that I had a 2016 Cadillac that came with a touchscreen on the dashboard.
1: Right, I do. I remember that. Uh Drove it 978
0: miles, took it back to Cadillac and said, stick this where the sun doesn't shine. (laughs) I can't turn on my radio. I can't turn on my windshield wipers. I can't unless I'm driving with one hand and doing touchscreen with the other one. And then it lights up and says, do not read this while you're driving. So, I thought the best thing for me to do is to take that Cadillac back, get whatever money they would refund me, get a ride home, and then buy a vehicle with knobs on the dashboard.
1: It's not as if you have a completely closed-out, you know, well, perspective. I'm not
0: going to go and buy another Cadillac or, with a touchscreen
1: or attitude towards technology. You, you, you do once in a while still give it another shot.
0: We're surrounded by it.
1: I'm swimming in it,
0: <laughs> but it's not and as I'm, if I'm drowning in it.
1: It's not as if. 40 years ago, you just decided I'm know. No, the deal,
0: the deal right now is I can take it or leave it. Okay. And computers and cell phones rule people's lives. And I want to be a little more independent.
1: So I was going to ask you why we didn't have a camcorder to record family videos, but you explained that you actually did give it a shot.
0: Yes, I did.
1: Okay. Um, <clears throat> getting back to additional memories. In the, in the 1980s, um, you had uh, the now famous Motorola brick phone.
0: Uh, before that, I had a phone where it had a battery and a case and a shoulder strap, and you put it over your head, and it had a telephone in it with a Curly Q line on it, and that was 1981. Anyway, and then you could plug it into your cigarette lighter in your car. So it was a mobile phone, if you will. It weighed about five or six pounds with the uh, battery and case and phone, and then they came out with the Motorola brick phone and I thought I died and went to heaven.
1: Okay, so... you I was were, thrilled to have one. You were an early adopter of, <laughs> of cell phone technology or portable phone technology. Because of my business. Okay. Was, that was the reason. Going back to the bag phone, mm-hmm. did it work?
0: Yes, intermittently. Intermittently,
1: but it worked well enough.
0: I was happy when the brick phone came out. <laughs> it was the best uh, mobile phone I ever owned.
1: Has your... We've established what your attitude is today regarding technology. You can take Have your, we?
0: What is my attitude?
1: You can you can take it take it or leave it. You're surrounded by it. You can take it or leave it. I don't I don't particularly care for and it. and don't care for it. So has your has your attitude changed over time, or has it always been since since early childhood? Has as, that always been kind of your attitude towards as
0: technology it? increased and people got addicted to certain technology. My attitude went down on technology rather than up.
1: So you had a, you had a more positive attitude towards technology and it got a 20 little- 20 years ago. Okay. And and because of accumulated frustration with your interaction with technology, it's- And it's...
0: growing. Okay.
1: All right. So, so it has changed. Your attitude towards it has evolved over time.
0: Because technology has, quote unquote, improved. <laughs> okay. All right. Expanded. That's why you can do Pokemon now huh? and run into squad cars that are parked on the side of the road and fall off cliffs.
1: So so we're actually already getting into my next question, which is what what observations do you make today about, about the use of technology?
0: Well, technology is great, but it controls your life. Never used to. But I'm sure we are capable today of doing many, many, many more things than we were 20, 30 years ago, in fact, ten years ago. But I still personally don't have a desire to be involved in computers, social media, uh, cell phones, whatever, tablets. Not interested. Don't need them. Still working out a paper checkbook, the number two pencil.
1: So what's interesting is that you you do have an appreciation for it. You do you do recognize how it makes the world better. Oh, yes,
0: and, and if if I was into it, I would have went to classes and learned how to use a computer 20 years ago when they were first coming in. I um, have never in my life turned on a computer. And as we speak, I have no desire to turn one on.
1: Those are all my questions related to technology. Did you have any other other thoughts you wanted to add to the discussion before we kind of wrapped up?
0: How much am I going to get paid for this? (laughs) I'll be. I'll be back. If you make money off of this, I want a royalty. I think that's more than fair. And if we're going to go into reruns, I want a royalty on the
1: reruns. So when we're done here, you didn't want to hop in the car and go down to the park and play Pokemon Go? No, but I drive through the park and (laughs) observe. So are you seeing people out on the street playing Pokemon Go? I have. Okay. Um, Seems to be that they're more
0: between the age of seventeen and. 25 mm-hmm. that's pretty much true. a lost generation
1: well thanks for doing this i appreciate it you're welcome hopefully it works for you and you're not, you you do not get sued you've you've now officially participated <clears throat> in the recording of a podcast episode what do you think
0: i'm sitting at my kitchen table is this
1: something you would be willing to do again
0: probably not
1: well for better or for worse that's my dad and that concludes another episode of the interview show Follow us on Twitter at the g b i s. The Interview Show is a proud member of the Podfix Network. To find other great shows consistently creating platinum-level content, go right now to PodfixNetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Special thanks to Phil Rude, that illustrator guy, for our custom logo. This is The Interview Show by Gravity Beard. We'll see you next time.
0: You haven't got the aptitude to be a computer programmer.
1: And your response is what?
0: I kind of knew that.
1: (laughs) So no more technology?
0: No more technology. They sent me to Baker School.
1: (laughs) Baker School? Yeah, Baker. And how how did that turn out?
0: Uh, It didn't. (laughs) I uh, think you're aware of the fact that I had a 2016 Cadillac that came with a touchscreen on the dashboard.
1: Right, I do. I remember that. Uh Drove
0: it 978 miles, took it back to Cadillac and said, stick this where the sun doesn't shine. (laughs) Far be it for me to have an opinion.